Welcome to the Vital Drone Podcast for Wednesday, February 10th. S&P futures are up about 11 points. That's about 30 basis points. NASDAQ futures are outperforming. They're up about 60 points. That's about 44 basis points. The major European indices are trading up about 10 to 20 points. There is mild outperformance in cyclical values, uh, cyclical value sectors. So basic resources in particular are doing very well, up about 2%. Banks, autos, industrials are outperforming too. Some mild underperformance in Europe and staples, tech, retail, real estate. Asia finished higher pretty much across the board. So again, just looking at the macro landscape this morning, it's all very much the same. There's really There has not been a lot of major macro news for the last several days. You know, the rallies, three pillars, the stimulus, earnings, and vaccines are all still working. If anything, you can argue that they're becoming stronger over the last couple of weeks. They're being reinforced. I think COVID in particular is probably most important right now, especially in the U.S., where COVID news flow has become a tailwind for the market. You're seeing transmission and hospitalization figures continue to decline off of that late December, early January um, bulge of cases. It's continuing to get a lot of uh, uh, press press attention. So it's a big front page article in the Wall Street Journal today. Nothing shocking to anyone who's been watching the data every morning, um, but that is certainly a tailwind. And you're seeing the vaccination numbers continue to rise as well. So the seven-day daily average is about 1.5 million doses being administered. Um, You were up to about 2 million per day over the weekend. Um, you know, you're looking at about 60 million people right now that have received either one dose or have contracted the virus, um, which is a pretty healthy chunk of the U.S. adult population. Um, You know, those trends are likely to continue going forward and the vaccination pace should receive a huge boost when Johnson & Johnson gets emergency use authorization. Um, That should occur by the end of February. So starting uh, March 1st, the U.S. will have three vaccines out on the market being administered, um, and that should get the vaccination numbers rising at an even faster clip. Um, So COVID remains a tailwind in the U.S. just as far as news flow is concerned. Um, On the on the stimulus front, you know, it's it's really very much the same story. So, um, you know, you're going through the sausage making process right now in Congress as the Biden plan um, gets reworked to. really accommodate the Senate where they have to get to, obviously, all 50 Democrats have to get on board um, at, with uh, the vice president being the tiebreak vote. Um, you know, Biden's $1.9 trillion proposal probably will have to get haircut by a couple hundred billion, um, bringing it down to about $1.5 to $1.7 trillion. Um, You know, again, I think the stimulus check eligibility is something that will be um, moderated that will save a couple hundred billion dollars. The, the um, minimum wage increase will probably get scrapped. Um, or substantially curtailed, so there's there's no there's no chance fifteen dollar minimum wage gets passed, um, and the main obstacle for that is more political than it is logistical. Um, you know, I know there's a lot of talk about whether or not the Senate parliamentarian will permit the minimum wage to go through via reconciliation, but the bigger issue is there's there are not fifty votes in the Senate for a fifteen dollar minimum wage. Um, perhaps you could do ten to eleven, but that remains to be seen. Nevertheless, that still is on the same uh, timeline as before, where you could see a bill back on Biden's desk by the middle of March. Um, so I think, you know, I think investors can ignore a lot of the headlines at this point in time. You know, the House put out its proposal Monday afternoon. Um, that's going through various committees in the House that you could see a full House vote um, the week of February 22nd. And then it has to go to the Senate. So, you know, we're still very much in the early stages of that. I think, like I said, I think investors can ignore a lot of the headline flashes that you're seeing. 
um, you know, start paying more attention later this month. And then obviously in early March about where things are shaking out. Powell speaks today at two o'clock. He will probably sound nearly identical to when he provided um, more when he spoke after the recent FOMC meeting in late February. So there shouldn't be any shocks. Um, you know, he's going to strongly defend the president policy framework of zero rates and 120 billion a month of quantitative easing. He's going to dismiss concerns about inflation. He will call, um, you know, transitory is the big word when people are dismissing inflation concerns, saying how, <clears throat> saying how it is simply function of transitory effects and the reopening of the economy and that they will fade um, in the second half of this year and into 2022. And he will also dismiss any talk about market froth or excess. So again, that's all very consistent with when he spoke in late February. There shouldn't be any change. Um, and that probably will be, at least for the day, you know, a, a, a market positive in that you'll see those headlines flash in the afternoon. So that's at two o'clock. The US CPI um, will hit this morning at 8.30. You know, I do believe that the market equities have a rate um, and PE problem in that I, you are seeing inflation firm, you are seeing growth improve. All of that will um, translate into higher yields over, over time, which will jeopardize the PE expansion of last year. I don't think today's CPI, though, is going to be um, you know a huge negative headline. I think even an inline CPI may be a mild relief, and you actually could see treasuries catch a small bit off that. Um, but again, I do think, you know, going forward over the coming weeks and months, you do have an inflation yield problem. I just don't think the CPI today is really going to, um, it, I don't think that's going to show through in the CPI this morning. Um, so COVID stimulus and then earnings, those are remember the three, the three pillars. And on the earnings front, you had a lot of numbers in the U S last night. You have a lot of numbers in Europe this morning. Not going to go through all of them on the call today. Um, you know, I think in general, corporate America continues to perform, perform very well. You're still looking at a $205 number for 2022. Um, you know, you're not really learning anything new at this point in time in the earnings season. We've been going through this for weeks now. Um, a lot of the companies are saying, you know, very similar things just as far as linearity, um, you know, revenue growth, costs, et cetera. Um, you know, Cisco was probably the main highlight last night just because they are the first January end company to report. So they have an extra month in their quarter. Um, you know, decent headline numbers as far as revenue for the January quarter and then the April guidance. There was some concern around the margin outlook for the April quarter. So they provided guidance on revenue that was above expectations, but earnings were just in line, pointing to a little bit of margin pressure. The qualitative tone from Cisco was generally sanguine, but they did call out ongoing weakness in enterprise spending. So that was, those were factors that weighed on Cisco shares last night. A lot more reports, um, again, out of both the U.S. and Europe this morning. Just looking at the session for today in the U.S., so the CPI at 30, Powell at 2 o'clock, those are going to be the big ones. Biden's OMB nominee will be testifying. Uh, this is her confirmation hearing before the Senate Budget Committee. So you probably could see some more headlines around stimulus. I don't think, you know, I think she'll support the Biden plan, obviously, um, I doubt you're going to see anything terribly incremental as far as that testimony, but that will be something to keep an eye on. And then you have more earnings. So um, the big ones this morning, GM, Coke, and then after the close, nothing too major, but you have Uber, MGM, um, Zillow, and a couple of others. And that is essentially everything for today. Uh, thank you for listening.